Welcome back to the Pre-Game Beer Podcast, the only podcast to somehow live longer than the network it was formed on. Uh, I'm your host, Todd, joined <laughs> once again by Curran. Um, Curran, how you doing, bud? I'm very lonely this week. Got the house all to myself. Real bachelor status, minus the being a bachelor. Uh, haven't cooked a decent meal in a day and a half. Like, literally, a wife's been out of the house. Haven't cooked. Yeah, there's really, no point. There, there's no I, point cooking for one. It, it, there isn't. There isn't. I have things. I was like, maybe I'll do this, and I'm like, well, why? Like, I can make a sandwich. I, I, I mean, I, I made eggs. That was the best I could do. But that's it's really, it's really just for the dog, really, because he knows every time I make eggs, he's gonna get an egg. So pro tip, just uh, when you go grocery shopping, and you know it's just gonna be you. Get like a big slab of like pre-seasoned meat that you just chuck in the oven and forget about it. It's low effort, but it's a better meal than you're going to get otherwise. Oh, buddy, I've already yeah, I found out that I had some wings downstairs that were pre pre done up. I just I had to thaw them out and throw them in the oven. So we're doing that tomorrow. Hell yeah, bud! I'm and I'm I do have to go to the store, which will be fun because I typically get lost at the grocery store. Make sure you pick up uh, one of them tri tips. They're they're what I live on. Yeah. All right. If I'm, not, I'll, if I'm not cooking for the lady, I'm eating that. Yeah. Three straight I, meals. I, I tend to I tend to walk into the grocery store, immediately go to the magazine section, and then just forget why I came to the grocery store. It's just current, you current. Can't, what, what kind of magazines are you looking for there, buddy? Really just people magazine. I really am so infatuated with celebrities. I was gonna guess Playboy, but I guess last night was a big night for you then. I, you know me, big, big Oscars guy. No one big, cares I mean, more about celebrities than this guy right here. I mean, look, look. The Oscars are the big social night of the year, and I'm not gonna lie to you and say that I had it on. Um, no one gives a shit. Nothing significant happens ever. <laughs> There's no reason to watch. I was shocked when you texted me last night about the Oscars. Because I was like, are you? There's no way he's watching. There's Surely there has to be some sport on, or there's got to be a better movie on than watching the Oscars. So for those of you who somehow don't know, to quote the late, great Adam Scheffner, assault. Ass- quite literally. Um. So they Clearly brought on they brought on Chris Rock. He's doing his thing. Everyone hates him. Making entire shows about it. He makes a, a a pretty harmless, not a good joke, but a pretty harmless joke about Jada Smith. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, she's long had a shaved head. Oh, or I guess she has alopecia. Um, Whatever the which, fuck I mean, that is. Sure. I mean, it's a it's a hair loss disease. I mean, do I have alopecia? Most famously, by the way, and I want to I want to brush on this because people want to be all upset, like, oh, he's making fun of alopecia. That's not okay. Yeah, I mean, like, Arrested Development had entire bits about a guy having alopecia, and it was fucking hilarious, and no one cared. All right, alopecia is not that serious of a disease. It's not life threatening, and Jada a- Smith is still looks incredible. It's a cosmetic strictly, right? No one's going to die from this thing. Uh, yes. Um, mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. 
and like it's at this point it's just kind of how Jada Smith looks that's what how people know her um, I think we all just assumed it was her choice until we found out because you know she looks fine as hell um, well, I mean yeah she's got that that Hollywood skin routine I mean that helps so Chris Rock said she was going to star in G.I. Jane 2 a movie to a a reference to a 25-year-old movie starring Demi Moore. Not a great movie so they, either. No, no, wildly I mean, that, remarkable. That's the most publicity that movie's ever gotten. So, you know, in the eyes of most people, you, you just kind of brush that one off and say, like, all right, Chris Rock, I guess. Um, not Will <laughs> Smith, though. Will Smith, Kanye's his ass right up on stage and just slaps the shit out of Chris Rock. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Now, it's important to note, you know, everyone's going up, breaking this down beat by beat. Will Smith did laugh at the joke. I don't think it was a pity laugh. I don't think it was, a, oh, shit, I'm going to go beat this guy's ass laugh. I think he likes the joke. Jada Smith did not like the joke. She gave one of the best eye rolls of all time. And at that point, Will Smith went up. Five fingers to the face. Like he's fucking Rick James. <laughs> yeah. I mean, that's... Folks, that's what's happened, which you definitely know by now. But I have... I have thoughts on the... Uh, on the slap. So, so I got, I, I've got two avenues I want to go down. I'll let you choose. Do you want to break down the tape of the slap itself? Because there's... You know, Will left some some power out there on the field. Or do you want to go into Will Smith's horrifying relationship dynamics? I mean, I was definitely going to do both in, in, my, in my analysis of the situation. All right, let's start with the slap itself. Um, hey, Will, Will, as a friend, set your fucking feet, dude. Not just that. I mean, look, it was a slap. You know who? What grown man? If you're gonna go up and defend your your wife's honor, uh, what grown man decides to go with a slap on another grown man? So, this isn't this isn't like it's a like it's a very disrespectful, perhaps physically abusive woman that you could still debate on whether or not you should make nope, contact with. Nope. This is a grown man. Not a debate. I mean, uh, if she's physically abusing you, I mean, you gotta maybe stand up for yourself. So I, I, I sent you the same thing. I, I thought the slap was a bad look. Um, Terrible look. Then I found out the Smith family are all very, like, closet Scientologists. And apparently in Scientology, slapping is just, like, what you do. Can you bang whoever you want in Scientology? Or, is it, or do they Ooh, leave that part out? See, we were going to get to that. I, yeah, they left that. Well, to be fair, I think, I think it works like pyramid, pyramid scheme rules, where if like you're higher up in Scientology, you, you can, can do whatever you want. Yeah, um, I'm not really like sure most how cults. cults work, though. Yeah, I mean, to be fair, even my religion, basically the same thing. Yeah, but that's only with old men and little boys. Nowadays, yes. I mean, the new Pope's definitely throwing it back to the old days. Just saw some likes on Instagram models, though. 
but like just breaking down the film on Will here. Mm-hmm. He comes mm-hmm. up to him. First of all, he has his hand by his hip. By his hip. If you're gonna slap somebody, you, you want to cock that sucker back. Get some get some towards him. Correct. Second of you're all, not trying to feet, windmill it. His feet shoulder width apart, facing two both facing forward, equal distance under shoulders, and then he jumps in the air, and like pretty much just takes his hand out of his pocket and slaps it with him. Like, dude, if you're gonna slap someone, like get your get your your shoulders square to the guy. Get a little twist in. Let's activate the hips. You know. I agree. Get, no, get, I get some power agree wholeheartedly. I, no, I think. Was... I think with proper form, you can knock Chris Rock down with a slap. Yeah, it's a it's a really bad look on Will as a grown man to not be able to get someone at least on a knee when with they're them not expecting not ex- it, not expecting to be physically harmed. It's even worse when they laugh it off. Yeah. Yeah. It was the whole thing is a bad look on the Smith family. Yeah. Because, like, after a guy gets slapped and he has a national audience and you hear him debating with himself about whether he's going to make jokes about your wife banging some guy named August, that's a bad look. Yeah. I mean, he's got a Netflix, he's going to be going on tour. There's got to be another Netflix special coming. And oh, yeah. if it gets out that he's got five and 15, maybe a whole fucking special on that one moment. Uh, Chris Rock is going to, he already looks, in my opinion, he looks better in all of this than the Smith family. I know there are some people that don't think that, but in my opinion, Chris Rock looks better in this. He's going to look you great. Know, that's, that's, can I fire off a hot take? Please go ahead. I think Chris Rock's lucky he got slapped in the face. Because otherwise, he's going to be the guy who was less funny than Amory Schumer. Yeah, I mean, and plus, my I had I had issue with it, too, because ever since the Ricky Gervais thing, and everybody's watched that, that monologue, which I thought it was funny. Um, I don't know if you thought it was funny or not, but uh, the whole point of the... Fine. The whole point of the Ricky Gervais monologue, though, was kind of like, no one's checking what he's got for material. And since then, they're for sure checking what everybody has for material. So nobody's going up there with with un, let's just say unscripted jokes. You know, the producer is is approving every single joke that goes that goes up on that stage. So if Will Smith has an issue or is going to slap someone over a joke. Slap the fucking producer. Like it's yeah. it, like I like mean, just just stop. Yeah, no, I agree. It's not Chris. Like Chris Rock might not have even wrote the joke. That's not Chris Rock's material. Honestly, throwing, I doubt he did. He's throwing softballs, doing award shows. You've watched. You've obviously watched Chris Rock stand up, right? We've all we've oh, all yeah. seen it. Yeah. That's not Chris Rock's stand-up. He's not even trying to be funny there. Is he obviously on the back end, maybe the the very back end of his comedic career? I'd say probably. I but didn't that's think the his... thing. That's the thing. I don't think he's on the back nine here because he's running out of material. I think he's just on the back nine because he's fucking loaded. And anytime he needs money, Adam Sandler will just put him in a movie. Yeah. I mean, it's, it's, it's probable. It's, I mean, that's that's probably the exact relationship they have. But 
I just I thought I thought the Smith family. It also looked really bad too because, like you said, he's laughing. He's he's yeah. laughing at the joke. Whether he didn't get the joke and he was like laughing because it's you know it's a monologue and like hey like we all have to laugh if there's a punchline and we know it's a punchline we got to laugh to make it look good for TV. Whether it was that or he genuinely thought the joke was funny, it's like I guess good for him if he thought that was funny. To then like immediately like you see the look that uh, his wife has and he goes ah fuck like I gotta. I got to, I guess, so, like, either disapprove of this or I have to go confront him about it. And then even I, him I don't even think him, I don't I don't think yeah. it's a thing where Jada even wanted him to do that. I think it's one of those things. And now we're going to get into their relationship dynamics where Will Smith so fucking desperate right now for big romantic gestures to win back his wife. Because they have just not been in a healthy marriage for as long as I've known they were married. Not, I mean, yeah, not, and, and is that we have all done crazy things for love or just pussy? It's as men, we are we are weak creatures. Um, not really, like that's the best he can think of. Even the way he so he hits him, he slaps him, and it could have been really, really cold him to slap him and then just leave it at that and honestly the whole thing could have worked and he could have just looked like a total he could have just sat there kind of with a frown on his face because obviously the camera's going to pan to him and just sat there and been cold and like all right i'm done for them to then like call him out on stage it was yeah. it was like what do you like nothing about that now it looks really forced now you're like you're like hey look what i just did yeah, like none, I mean, that's, of, well, that's what it was. It's just instead of being like, "Look what I just did, America," it was, "Hey, Jada, 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 did, did did you see? Did you see what it did for you?" Yeah. It's like, ah, oh, man, well, he he really doesn't even. You could have has... literally anyone else in the world except for Jada. She's the only girl not interested in you. So he's got the whole world on his hand for that moment, right? And he wins the Oscar. He doesn't even really do anything with it. No. It's like you can't even like like live in that very moment and be like, ah, oh, like you know, look at me. Like I was up here five minutes ago or what I don't know what his joke is gonna be, but he could have done something with it and he just doesn't. So it all just seemed very it's sloppy. Like I thought you know, as a guy that used to make music, I would have thought he'd have more off the top of his head that he can work with. And he yeah. just didn't do anything. Look, like, I think we've all given Will Smith a pass and say he's a comedian, but, like, he's never done to stand up. He's not good thinking in the moment like that, you know? No, but he did used to, like, I mean, he used to consider himself a rapper, right? I mean, he's, it was kind of Yeah, but not rap, a freestyle but... guy. No, but, I don't know. I mean, maybe he didn't even write his, he probably didn't even write his own lyrics. I, I, just I would be surprised if, a guy... if he did. Jazzy Jeff was doing that for him. I mean, if a guy's writing music my thought was that he can probably like be quick on his feet and maybe write jokes too or wipe you know, your just... feet on the mat when you enter the house your mama just clean that floor is, is that a family guy did he actually sing that or was that no, a family guy he reference? didn't actually sing it it is just okay, a family guy I, reference i remember that from family guy and i was like i, I, was, I was very concerned honestly up until last night that's what i think of when i think of will smith 
Yeah, I don't think of much when it, I mean, other than Fresh Prince, which we all watched, I there's not a whole lot else that comes to mind. But Fresh Prince was almost 25 years ago at this point. Yeah, I, I mean, I'll occasionally think of I Am Legend, and I kind of think of it as a better movie than it is. So every time I watch it, I'm disappointed. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, I also so. remember my parents being mad that a teacher was going to show The Pursuit of Happiness in school when I was a kid. Because it was PG-13 and the class was like 11. That's not the one where he kills himself with a jellyfish, is it? I don't know what you're talking about. I didn't ever watch Pursuit of Happiness. Will Smith has a movie where he kills himself with a jellyfish. Like he jumps into it? Or he like, like, what do you mean? He uh, takes an ice bath in a motel bathroom, drops in a jellyfish, and donates all his organs. Okay. That's something. Yeah. Oops. I I think the last Will Smith movie that I intentionally watched was the concussion movie. Tell the truth. Yeah. So, let's do a little PR for him here. You just blame Scientology, right? Uh, I mean... You say I've learned some abusive things. No, because in the church, you, you know as well as I do, with Scientology, you can't blame Scientology. You have to thank Scientology. As long as you're a part of Scientology, if he's an like if he's an active That's member, the thing. it's like he's not entirely an active member. They're not confirmed part of the church, but they did open up a Scientology school. It's He's really got to be a part of it still, because there hasn't been a big scandal, unless the unless the the entanglement thing was the big scandal. Oh, but that didn't really hurt the family; that hurt Will. Yeah, I mean, look, he's looked like a cuck though the last year, really. The last five years, really. It's been because that interview came out in 2015, didn't it? No, it's been way. a long time. No, no, it's been no, a long there's time. There's no way. Can you look that up? Uh, maybe entanglement it, might, it might end the broadcast, but we'll see. There's, um, there's, it, I can't see it. I can't see that being five years. Six, Jesus, 2022. That'd be seven years old. There's no way. Give me a there's, second. All right. Oh, I guess Will was getting it all night long because now there's like videos of reporters making entanglement jokes to the two of them on the red carpet. Oh, really? Yeah. Was that like the TMZ? Because TMZ will do that. I've, I've, I don't follow, despite my very bad joke at the open, I don't actually follow celebrities, but I have noticed that TMZ will try to say shit to get people to react. Look, I, I'd never mentioned, by the way, I did appreciate you coming out, you know, helping out the segues here. Oh. It was a real good setup. I didn't I didn't really knock it out of the park. I was too too caught off guard with the with the slow pitch. All right, I'm well, not getting a date on this interview. That's tragic. Well, despite, you know, many people's opinions, I, I used to be a funny guy. I'm not anymore, but I used to be. Dude, we're boring as shit now. No one listens to this. 
Well, it's funny because I noticed that some people, there were actually more listeners on this than I thought there would be. And I was hoping that I kind of wanted it to be this thing that you and I just did and maybe like one or two people listen to and we could just do like thousands of episodes and there'd be like two guys that listen to it. So I'm borderline disappointed that we released an episode, didn't really tell anyone. Actually, we didn't tell anyone. And then we still got listeners on it. I mean, how many talk are we talking here? Uh, we broke double digits. Oh, boo. Yeah. I'm not saying like Are we got like listening six. right now to fuck off. I'm not talking six. We broke double digits. We're at a firm 14 right now. I think five. <laughs> I think five but, is my sweet spot. No, I mean, I thought it was going to be funnier if you and I just, I, I wanted it to be a running joke where we just record and then nobody listens. Yeah, I want it to be a thing where it's like some poor guy, whenever I go apply to my next job, has to come listen to this and be the only person to have ever heard this audio. Yeah, I well, part of me wonders. I'm I'm obvious. I'm always going for new jobs at this point, and part of me wonders if it was all these people that I that have interviewed me, and they're like, "Let's give this a go," and they just go, "Nope." I mean, I'm gonna be honest. There's a very real chance. Nope, not doing that. Oops. But at the same time, is the secret to us being a very successful podcast just you and I constantly applying for jobs? And then we're just that. we're just like, wow, look at we got viewers. Hear me out. And what the, if we just then, started attaching some very common names to this? Like we we come up with four new hosts and their names are like Ben Smith. Yeah, so oh. when the I millions of those here. people out there apply for jobs all of a sudden. Like, oh, I should listen to Ben Smith's podcast. Well, I, you know, it's funny that you bring up attaching new names to it because I've been considering us just rebranding the podcast completely. Man, I like the beer. Okay, then we won't do it then. I mean, it's got to be, it's got to be, a, no, 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 it's got to be 100%. Uh, I think we put it up to our many loyal listeners here. You find your best your best submissions to what we should call the podcast. You, you can't First put up the audience because immediately you're going to get, no, no, no. Because if you put up to the audience, all we're going to get are incredibly, either, I mean, there's going to be some racist, because it's all anonymous. It's going to be like racist names or something. Well, first of all, it's not going to be anonymous if you have to DM us your submission. Oh, I see you did that. Well, then no one's going to do it because they're, they're going to attempt to be funny. And I'm going to be like, you're not funny. Hear that, James? No one gives a shit what you have to say. I it's it's, it's always honestly as long as we're talking about people being funny that aren't funny. Is there anything worse than someone who's trying to be funny that just isn't being funny? And I'm not talking like Oscars. I'm current, not talking like an Oscar. Current. Do you not get what this podcast is? We're kind of funny. I enjoy it. I mean, I have I have, <laughs> I have a great time. <laughs> Oh my god, does AT&T have a new girl? No, no, no. They've got the world's quietest smoke show. They, they're they rolling with that. Everyone loves her. I don't think they, uh, they are anymore. I'm watching Hulu. Hockey. I'm watching Hockey on Hulu Live right now, which is convenient because I thought I canceled that, but I just found out I didn't. 
And I thought you were, li- I thought you were uh, signed into mine. On Hulu? No, I'm signed into my, my wife's. Like we, like we. Oh, just you're, you're watching the Bruins game right now. There's no Bruins on tonight, dude. Okay, so if, yeah, if you're just on like Hulu, I'm, on, I'm watching Plus. Blues. I'm watching the Blues game. Oh, buddy, the Yotes are playing Edmonton right now. That's the game I'm trying to have on. It's not loading, but. Oh no, I, I can't watch the Coyotes play. I'm I'm a severe grudge. I'm watching Tarasenko play against Vancouver. Yeah, I mean for me it was more about seeing McJesus do McJesus things. Oh, that's fair. That's fair. I mean the, the, I'll, the I'll Van- switch it over though, guess we got the same thing. The Vancouver St. Louis game though has slight playoff implications in it. Like it's kind of a kind of an well, I mean, if you look at just the standings, it's an important game, but no one actually believes in Vancouver. This is also yeah. really convenient information for anyone listening to this. Inevitably, at least two or three days after the game is played, I'm sure they're yeah. going to be they're going to be thrilled. Bet also as much money as you can against Vancouver. Always. Also, it's funny because when we did the first podcast of, I guess you could say season three official. That's what I called it. I just really did it though because I couldn't call it season two because season two was like three years ago. We were like, yeah, we're going to do this, like, every week. And then immediately after we said that, we're not going to talk about it, but immediately after we said that, war in Ukraine broke out, and I was just like, I don't think it's a good time to drop a podcast. (laughs) I don't think this is a good week to make a comeback. I I wasn't fighting for it. Yeah, no, I mean, I... It's not important. I figured we were all on the same page when you just didn't text me about it. Because I, I, I was like, I just need this to play out a little bit. And, uh, oh, the Blues just scored. And uh, we can we can drop this later when it's a little less volatile. But I, but I, but I couldn't see, like, these, these pictures and videos coming in. And then me also going, hey, guys, by the way, uh, we got a pod out this week. Uh, drop the podcast. Yeah, because it just honestly wasn't. though very on brand for us to just drop that. Well, this is about me being the new man, you know, a, a, a calmer man. Like, old me would have definitely just been like, "Hey, you know, what would be really funny right now if we dropped the podcast and didn't reference any of that shit." We'd be like Nick Castellanos, but on purpose. Yeah, yeah, no, he does it unintentionally. Uh, Vancouver just scored, but I thought it might have been offsides. If you're wondering, you must be you must be ahead of me by a second, then. Yeah, a decent bit. By a by a long bit, actually, because I'm I just got an icing called. So yeah, no, I'm past that. I'm at 17:47. Mm. Well, folks, now you know my internet is a minute ten slower than Todd's. Love that. It also might be because Hulu uses ESPN Plus to do their live hockey games. Yeah, just log into ESPN Plus, my guy. You have my password. I do, but then I'd have to down. It's just going to be more of a mess. I'd rather just be a minute ten behind you. Also, uh, if anyone from Disney is listening, he doesn't have my password. I don't share my passwords. No one would ever. No one does that with a streaming service. If you do that, if you take money away from a corporation, you're evil. How dare you? I hate how the Blues sell seats between the benches. Can we just make that go away forever? I, I mean, I wish we could just kind of make the Blues go away for what they did to us in the Stanley Cup, but... That's true. Now, every bitch named Gloria, I hate. 
Mm. It's ruined. Chances are, there's like a one in ten chance. I hate your grandma. It's ruined some uniforms that I used to kind of like, and it's ruined a song that I had been reasonably indifferent to, but now do not like. I liked it up until the fuck cup final. I thought it was fun, and then it wasn't. Oh, speaking of, of sports team songs, though, uh, new season of Bridgerton's out. They uh, what, is, what is that? It's the hoity-toity English show on Netflix. Okay. Um, and I'm all in on it. But they play a, like, symphony version of Dancing on My Own. Not one of those bitches cranked a dinger that entire time. Was it good at least? Yeah, I mean, it was, it was fine. It was good. But, like, you know, if you're going to be play, playing Dancing on My Own, you better have just socked off some home runs. Mm. I wasn't sure how I felt about um, knowing that Kevin Ploiecki and I had a similar music taste. Oh, did I lose you? Yeah, you lost me for a second. Oh, I got a call, goodness. but it's not the call I need. Oh, okay. That's what that was. That's all right. I'm not even going to edit that out. Hell yeah. Probably not anyway. I don't know. I might. You were right, though. That, that goal did look off sides. I think he's on sides by a hair. No, I, I wasn't sure how I felt about Kevin Pilecki being, uh, having similar music tastes as me, considering he can't really throw down to second base. He's an Bloody. absolute, as long as we're talking about the Red Sox, Kevin Pilecki is something else because he's a catcher, but he he's literally just a catcher. He can only catch the ball. He also hits kind of well, but he can't throw anyone out. Buddy, buddy, this era of baseball, is there a least less important thing for a catcher to do? Oh, then throw out base runners? Probably not. You know, like, as long as he's sound behind the plate and can, can, can slap a few hits out here, I'm all in on the whack dog. As long as he's not no, fucking not. Gary Sanchez, that fat piece of shit, even if he's not in New York. Yeah, I mean, it's it's crazy how low the bar is for catchers in baseball right now. Because if you think about back, uh, I guess we're doing sports right now. If you think about back in the 90s and, or 2000s, it was like, catcher was a, you know, you, you were almost expected to hit as much as you caught. I mean, you had uh, uh, Rodriguez, uh, Jorge, Ivan Rodriguez and Jorge Posada and Veritek, I mean, there were some really good hitting catchers back in the day. Joe Maurer, Buster Posey. I, mean, I wanted to talk a little baseball anyway, so this is a good time. Because um, it's, uh, it's it's story time. Oh? Oh? Yeah. What? Oh, I see what you did. Oh, yeah. Very nice. It is um, story time. I'm very happy about that. Yeah, so so what's what's the what's the plan for the Sox here? You bring in an all-star second baseman or all-star shortstop to play second base for you? I think, you know, I actually really wasn't expecting to talk about sports at all. This is going to be fun. I think that uh, the the real plan here is just organizational depth overall. Um, Story is, at the end of the day, he's really insurance for next year because if Xander opts out, then you have, you know, you have an all-star shortstop. You know, you go from an all-star shortstop oh, to an all-star shit. shortstop. I'm sorry. Um, There's just going to be a really fun five-second stretch 
before and offsides in this game, and you're going to enjoy it. No, perfect. Can't wait. Uh, but uh, yeah, I think the, I think the whole point uh, of what Heim Heim is doing is organizational depth. So you're going to have, you know, right now obviously you have a great team. Next year, if Xander opts out, you can still have a great team, and you can either sign, you know, Kike to move to second, or you can move a Royal back to second, or you can, you know, maybe who knows? It might be might be Nick York time. Uh, but Boston's deep right now, organizationally at, at a lot of positions, and I think that signing story just makes them deeper. I mean, since time got to Boston, all he's done is make them, you know, is improve the depth in the organization. And I think the story does that uh, once again, while also being incredible. So, all what's right. the plan? I think the plan is to hopefully sign Xander. Okay, keep, so that's all keep I want. A guy that's like Xander. If you keep a guy like Xander, you keep a guy like Xander. But if you can't sign him, and you know Heim has been adamant about, maybe not publicly, but he's clearly shown that he's not going to pay a guy more than he thinks he's worth. If they can't get him at the number they want, they're going to feel confident in the shortstop position next year. Yeah, I mean, which... I'd just be pissed. Like the, the reasoning that at least some of us were able to get behind the Mookie trade was means we're going to be able to keep Devers and it's, we're going to keep Xander. We have not signed either of them to an extension. No, the the Devers one is more concerning to me because yeah. Devers Devers is you know. Well, you're going to have to make Devers the highest-paid third baseman. You're just going to have to. Um, he's going to have to be – his offense, his offensive ability is – it makes up for every shortcoming he has as a defender and then times that by a 1,000. Yeah, I, mean, I think his he's, defensive shortcomings are really overblown, to be honest. Well, you know, something interesting is that end of the day he wouldn't be a bad second baseman you know uh, so it's kind of like is the plan maybe to make him the highest paid second baseman in the league if you have to move on from Xander because you can put Story at short Endeavors at third or Endeavors at second and then you have Dahlbeck and Cassis I don't know know, is is Endeavors a little plump for second base way I look at it is if uh, Max Muncy can play second base, then Rafael Devers can play second base. Fair enough, but I'm, I'm still picturing He's not you know, your Boston, traditional Boston sec- Red Sox second baseman looks like Dustin Pedroia. No, you're right. And I mean, that's the... If I could have it my way, I mean, Trevor Story would be the second baseman for the next six years or seven, actually seven years. Because that's how the, there's an option in his contract for a seventh year. If I had it my way, Story would be the con, the second baseman for the next seven years, and Xander would be there for till Xander retires, and then you just have um, Meyer and York move in. But I, you know, we, you and I both know that's not how sports works. There's not there to be honest. Nowadays, especially, there aren't that many, you know, uh, really fairy tale endings or sentimental endings in sports. So you kind of just have to play it. Yeah, I just I don't want to lose a guy for nothing, particularly when it's a guy Xander's caliber. Yeah, I mean you're. So I obviously if we don't lock up Devers, if we don't lock up Devers and uh, Xander by the trade deadline, 
Are they even still in Boston to finish the year? Yes, yes, because even if you lose them to free agency with the team, they've built. I mean, the only way they're not in Boston is if it becomes a hundred percent clear that that um, not a, the not Red Sox are not going to make the playoffs. Because if okay. the Red Sox can make the playoffs, they are going to sign Xander, and. Uh, also, too, you have to take – it has to be 100% clear on both ends. A, that they're not going to make the playoffs, and B, that you are not going to be able to re-sign them. If you have an inkling of hope for either, both of them have to stay. Or, like, whichever one has to stay. If you think that you can get Xander to stay, then you get Xander to stay. If you can get Devers to stay, you have to get Devers to stay. Because you're right. You can't let a guy of that much talent walk. You just can't let him. Like, like you did it. You you know you traded Mookie for less than what he was worth probably, but you got a pretty decent package. You know you got some good assets there. You got Verdugo and Downs, and, and um, you said the price contract, right? And you'd have to do the same with Bogarts endeavors, and it's like, gosh, you have a hard time thinking that they could do that three times in three years. Yeah. It's but all, yeah, you every just, time, you don't want to make every that time the Red either. Sox do shit like that, Gus is back pretty shortly after. Yeah, no, you're right. I mean, there, but that's also a testament to a lot of money on that team. Uh, you know, even when they don't pay a guy, there's there's a lot of talent always in that roster. Speaking of the Red Sox making magical trades with the Dodgers, you see, uh, Carl Crawford's beefing with Megan The Stallion. I haven't, but I know he's a music producer now, which is like yeah. See, no, that blew wild. my mind. That blew my mind. Yeah, no, I heard he was a music producer. Like he basically took all the money he made in baseball, which you can thank Boston for, yep. and then invested it into the music industry. But what's the beef with Megan The Stallion? I don't know. I think I think he just kind of owns her masters, kind of a Taylor Swift, Scooter Braun situation. I don't know well, that I'm situation. Not, I'm either. not sure. I don't. I don't know that situation either. Uh, a lot of musicians are mad that they don't own their music. Oh, and they well, they feel they... they're not getting compensated fairly for it. Michael Jackson's own camp doesn't own their music. Don't the Beatles own Michael Jackson's music? Uh, or is it... I'm not sure how that one would work, but maybe. Yeah, I mean, just, almost no one owns their own music. It feels like at least one of the Beatles was dead the last time. Michael Jackson put out a song. Uh, well, John Lennon was definitely dead. Yeah. Because uh, I just Jackson... I just don't know. I don't know when George died. That's why I said at least. Uh, I don't know. Remember when Paul McCartney did the Super Bowl? Yeah, it was okay. It wasn't bad. But it was also funny I because. Enjoyed it. It, it did, doesn't have the same electricity that these shows have, but I liked it. It was simple. I, I really liked the simplicity of it. The best Super Bowl halftime show I ever saw was Bruno Mars. The first Bruno Mars halftime show. There was one with a titty, and you're going to say Bruno Mars. Well, I don't really remember that one, other than the titty. I don't remember, like, I mean, sure. Like, Literally, I couldn't tell absolute... you a single song that was, sol- that was sung, but I know there was a titty. I... Pure entertainment value, you're always going to go for, like, like at the end of the day, we all want to see the train go off the rails. Uh, but if you're talking about, like, actual music, I 
My favorite was Bruno Bruno Mars. Everybody else says Prince. I don't remember the Prince one. Yeah, I don't remember I, the Prince I was, one either. I don't remember it at all. Uh, I, I mean, really I could go the Who though. The Who put on a damn good performance. I mean, you know who is memorable for probably all the wrong reasons is when uh, the Black Eyed Peas did it. Oh yeah, I just remember that, that one being a mess. It. I was like, what the fuck is I don't know on? why you would expect that not to be a mess, though. I don't know why they booked the Black Eyed Peas for yeah, the biggest concert well, of the year. They've had that one song, and... I mean, they had a few songs. The Black Eyed Peas used to be fun, but you were never yeah, like... Yeah, I mean, yeah, we all Super loved Black Retarded, but you can't play That's... that at the Super Bowl. Well, the funny... So it's funny you bring that song up. I have met... Well, not even met. I know... Uh, many individuals that had no idea that no that idea. song even existed. No idea. They had no clue. I was like, you guys don't know, like, because it's, everyone thinks, like, let's get it started. Let's I was like, that's started. not the original, that's not the OG. Like, that's no, not what that's used to the be radio, on the radio. Right? Well, no, no, even before that, that wasn't on the radio. You know, the, the, when Let's Get Retarded came out, that was the radio song, too, and then people were like, you can't be saying this on the radio. And they were like, ah, like it's, let's get it started. It's a completely different. It's really a completely different song when you when you edit it. Honestly, they got such a pass for that too. Yeah, no, they, no one no one gives a shit about that, and it's it's like I'm not saying that it was. Um, obviously, the 2000s were a different time. We all yeah. know that, um, but they weren't that different. Like it was. It's not like it's not like it was 1976, and they're like, ah, well, you know, it's the 70s. Like, what are you gonna do? It was like 2000. And, like you know, like we knew, like you knew it wasn't cool to make fun of uh, mentally challenged individuals. Good on the Black Eyed Peas for for changing it, though. I guess. I mean, I I guess, but there was still a producer. There was still it's a group of four. There there was still a group of four, and then a producer, and then however many other people that were like, yeah, like that's a. That's fine. Like you guys, this is a this is a real jam, guys. Like you guys are crushing it. Cole pass on it too. He gets you know the voice in UK, and he's been making music. I guess like no Man, one cares. Dude, do they have been... no one better over there than Will I Am? He might not be the guy anymore, but I know he was the guy for a while. But he was the guy after he dropped a song called "Let's Get Retarded." Let's get retarded. Yeah, I mean, we might even. I don't even know. We might even get kicked off of Apple for just saying the name of the song, which is kind of funny. Yeah, like, but I then would... we're gonna then the podcast is gonna blow up for all the wrong reasons, and we're gonna get like a massive following. Oh yeah, no, we're gonna get. We're gonna become conservative my... media just because it's profitable. <laughs> all all the people I follow on Twitter are gonna have be like, "Can we get you for an interview?" And you're going to be like, no. And I'm going to be like, I will speak on his behalf. <laughs> no, man. I would, like, if for some reason I did get canceled and people said, like, hey, man, we'll give you tens of thousands of dollars to be an absolute shill and just say cancel culture is bad to get rednecks riled up, I'd probably do it. There we go. Because that's just, that's just what happens now. Yeah, no, you're right. There's a lot of people that... Um quick one way or the other if they find out they have a market for it like morgan wallen started making so much more money after he ran down the street screaming the n-word outside his house yeah i don't i didn't think his album was i mean i liked his music i mean not all of it there 
I like certain songs. He has a good voice for country. I, but look, when he won album of the year, I was like, really? That was the best one? That was the best album? Because people got upset about cancel culture and they're like, now we love Morgan Wallen. Meanwhile, yeah, like six months ago, these guys were like, if it ain't Brooks and Dunn or older, I ain't listening. Essentially, yeah. No, I mean, look, I, I agree completely with Morgan. The Morgan Wallen thing was kind of funny because, oh, I hilarious. mean, I did, I did listen to it. My dog is now, my dog last podcast made sure his voice was heard subtly, but it was heard and he is going to do the same this podcast. It sounds like, uh, Morgan Wallen, though, when he when he put that album out, I was like, it's okay, but this is nothing special. And then country music was like, this is album of the year. This is this is what you live for right here. Well, it was the best-selling album. You can't not make an album of the year. Is that how it works, really? Like, whoever sells I want to say in, in country, at least, yeah. Which I well, like better. Dumb. I think, I think say, things should be sales-based in music, at least. All right, well, we respectfully disagree then, because not in my my well, opinion, like, I'm so fucking tired of Back to the Oscars, where it's the best movie of the year was Coda, but you know, eighty percent of Americans haven't seen it. Meanwhile, it fucking Spider Man drops, everyone loses their fucking minds. I mean, wait, what was the movie called? Coda. What's it about? C O D A. Couldn't tell you. Interesting. Yeah, I mean, Spider-Man was most... I mean, Spider-Man was for the MTV Music Awards, though. But then they said uh, the the Justice League movie had the, oh, the biggest fan, fan reaction or whatever. The I biggest, saw that. like, cheer moment. You want to get real pissed off? That was of all time. So that's not... That moment didn't just go up against Spider-Man. That moment went up against Avengers... Star Wars, all of those. They picked Zack Snyder's Speed Force moment. That's Dude. the best movie cheer moment of all time. Uh, Chris Pratt's home run in Moneyball is more cheerworthy than that scene. I watched the scene. Chris Pratt's home run as Scott Hatterberg, when you know it's coming, is a better moment, is more cheerworthy than, uh, than that. If you yeah, want, there to, are... I think I think if you want to get like technical about it too, Zack Snyder's version of Justice League is essentially a bonus feature because like that specific scene that they're talking about did not release in theaters. Oh, it didn't. So you can't even. You don't even know. Like, so no one cared because they weren't. They out voted on the it. Movie. Who the hell was voting on these things? I don't think it was a vote. I think it was a check think that Zack Snyder had like if I'm a Zack Snyder fan and they're out there this is this is gonna come come across as a slight maybe it should I don't anticipate me being very into the Oscars I don't, I don't think that fine filmmaking is something I'm terribly interested in I'm not saying he hasn't made good movies but it, he's not exactly Oscar material yeah so I don't even know how a Zack Snyder fan would have known that there was this thing that they could vote on. See, that's the thing. Oscars aren't open voting. Well, then I don't know what... The, I don't know how the fuck that they decided to do that, then. It's all up to the Academy, and I'm pretty sure WV just wrote the Academy a check saying, I don't care how you do it. 
just give give us a give us an Oscar. I mean, they're gonna get one next year for Batman. I mean, the Batman's gonna get like at least one for something, whether it's sound design, cinematography. I yeah, mean, I I think Paul Dano think might win be best there best for best soundtrack. Um, the problem is like. Early year releases have a hard time winning a lot of these awards. Cruz well, kind of it's, man. yeah, it's not the the new the new kid in town has always got a better shot. You kind of forget about it. I mean, I don't think people are going to forget about the Batman. The Batman is going to have one of those. It could have one of those cultural impact things. I still haven't just, seen it. So really, I thought you had seen it. No, dude, I'm waiting for it to come out on uh, HBO. Oh no. God, it sucks. I wish we could talk about it. I mean, you can talk about it if you want. It's it's, no, it's the no, Batman. No, 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 no. I don't. I don't want to. I don't want to spoil it for you. It's really good. It's it's very good. I've heard, but you know, it's Batman. It's for the most part always good, unless you attach and Robin to the end. Yeah, I mean, and that movie that movie would have been fine if it was just eighty five percent less horny. Well, Batman Forever isn't terrible, and that has a Robin in it. Well, yeah, but it's not Batman and Robin. True. Batman and Robin. And it's also not just a massively horny movie. Batman and Robin is a bad movie. Batman Forever, which is Batman and Robin as well, but just called Batman Forever, is a... it's, It's not a great movie. But it's not a bad movie. It's an easy watch. It's an easy watch. Like you can get lost in Batman Forever. I get lost in Batman animated series. I, can I? Mm-hmm. How have we not gotten a uh, Batman Beyond live action series yet? No idea. That is the best Batman, in my opinion, strongest uh, Batman medium. That they ever... Dude, it's so good. Like, are we just waiting for Michael Keaton to get that old that he can play Bruce Wayne? I mean, at this point, you well, he's gonna be playing. Uh, he's in. He is Batman in this up in yeah, some upcoming no, film. He he's making a comeback, but like, I think so, he's got to play the you know beaten down old hermit Bruce Wayne. Do you? Do you think you can sell that though? Because there's a lot of people that don't know Batman Beyond existed. I was, I, you know, it's funny. I was talking to someone about Batman Beyond the other day, and they'd never heard of it, and they were our age, and the, and they were they considered they were like, oh, I'm a Batman fan. Like I really like Batman. I was like, oh, like because they asked me what my favorite Batmobile was, and I was like, I really like. I mean, he doesn't drive it, but in Batman Beyond, like I really like the, the the I guess you could call it like the the plane that he flies. And they're yeah. like, "What is Batman Beyond?" And I was, I was like, "Are you fucking? You asked me if what my favorite Batmobile was, and you don't know what Batman Beyond is? Like, this is wild." No, so but I mean, my like, I don't think is, I don't think people need to be familiar with the series to you just call it Batman Beyond, like Batman Beyond, or maybe you could you could do it like a like a Blade Runner. Beyond. Well, the thing is, is that if you did it in the tone of like Blade Runner twenty forty nine, did you ever see that? Uh, now on Netflix, by the way. Yeah, I've, I've, that's one of my favorite movies. I love that movie. Uh, if you did it in a, a tone similar to that, you could really do something special. 
There's like just I mean, call I don't know. Batman twenty fifty four. Maybe I don't know. Maybe like it's 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 such a good like Batman Beyond is such a strong source material. Oh, for sure. I love that. the Joker gangs. Like everything. The, the idea of like the Joker almost being preserved too, which I mean, I mean, some people aren't going to know this, but you know, essentially you've got this I, I idea. Think, of, I don't think that's your main your main lead in. I don't think you go Joker Returns. No, either. there's so many good villains in Batman Beyond, though. There's so exactly. many good threatening villains in Batman Beyond. You could make a great the film fucking, off of that. What's his name? The glowy guy. It's got to be him. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. When he's like, uh, "You killed, you killed my my family," and he says, "You yeah. have literally no idea how little that narrows it down." Yeah. Or the um, did did you see the episode with the uh? with the ink lady like the um oh she's so good too yeah or i mean you know i think a modern comic book movie you do need both why did you just go bar down empty net tarasenko god damn they even do uh bane though in batman beyond so you if you wanted to do something that people knew you could be like here's bane but he's old because of what and, and dead because of what he's done so you could do the whole bait and switch like they did in that episode and then uh, expose a new, like, more dangerous A, a new villain. Bane, because, you know, it, he, it's just steroids, really. You can give anyone steroids. I mean, it's Venom, but, yeah, it's, it's basically just roids. Yeah, no, Batman Beyond is strong source material. There buddy, is so much good shit in Batman Beyond. Buddy, do you want to write a screenplay? I'm not near talented enough to write a competent screenplay that's going to be... We just got to be... We just got to get it good enough to submit to WB, get it screenlit, and then put someone with actual talent behind it. I mean, I, in that case, I think we could do it. Because I've seen some absolute shit from WB. So I think oh, we yeah. could... I think we could get it done. My one thing... Yeah, but though, it also... Like, it, I, need I, get, to, I, I get nervous that they go overboard with the CGI. Heavy CGI project. I really like it when you can do futuristic projects and keep as much practical as possible. Well, that was one of the good things about this new movie is that it all felt very real. Yeah. And then as long as we're talking about, you know, like Blade Runner, Blade Runner 2049 felt very real. Uh, Great. The great, the best movies, the very best, always have a way I mean, science fiction, anyway. Always have a way of, of keeping that practical feel. So you're not uh, looking forward to Avatar 2, is what you're saying? Don't give a fuck about Avatar. I've never seen Avatar 1. Yeah, I mean, I. we're talking about uh, Zack Snyder having stands on Twitter. There's an entire horde of James Cameron guys out there. And well, they're talking about, Titanic, like, oh, right? like, Avatar is the most successful movie of all time, and... Anyone who's actually seen Avatar goes, yeah, well, that's just because 3D was really cool at the time. No one right. gives a shit so about 3D movies big, anymore. The big thing about Avatar was that it was in 3D and it was a functioning film. Uh, but James Cameron is the Titanic guy, right? He directs yep. Titanic? Yep. So, hot take about Titanic, too. Maybe not even a hot take anymore. I don't think Titanic is that good of a movie. No, but boobs. Yeah, PG-13 boobs are always a plus. Yeah. However, For a lot that, of people, that was their first boob. 
That is a new thing, though. Like, in the 80s, you could find PG-13 boobs. Like, the 90s really broke people. Yeah, I, the 90, but I the agree 90s made with it Titanic so being an overrated movie. I think at this point, it's, it's really just the butt of the jokes. We're just like, you know, stay on the fucking piece of wood. Yeah, but, I mean, the 90s made it so that saying fuck was really taboo and uh, boobs were super taboo. Because yeah, like, the, the 80s, because the 80s, you can watch a movie in the 80s and it's like, the 80s were weird because you can watch a movie that had like six 15 year olds and there'd be tits and there'd be tits and then a, a couple swear words and they'd be like, it's PG 13. And you're like, well, that doesn't, this doesn't make any sense. I feel uncomfortable here. I don't. I don't appreciate. I don't appreciate the '80s. Maybe for their their grading process. Uh I mean, I appreciate it. I think in general we should be more lax with our grading. Oh, okay. Throw that out there. Let them hear it. I mean, I don't. I don't know what to tell you. I don't think like I don't think a pair of boobs in a movie is that big of a deal. We we kind of went through this phase in the '90s and entirely right where we kind of re we, we churched up I guess best way to say it you know well I mean and I we think did, that's just we not did, a good good way to go we did eight years of Reagan and four years of Bush back to back I mean the country was feeling itself it was it You're was telling me you the, vote for Bush I can't see Bush it, I'm telling you the very same the very same but then, if you want to say, like, it's funny, too. You know what we're talking about? It's funny that we went to Clinton for eight years, and the 90s were maybe the most... And things got less horny? Yeah, the 90s were maybe the most strict grading period for movies. But in the 80s, the 80s were very liberal with what they put in the movies. Counterculture, man. Hollywood's going to go think, in the opposite direction. You think that they were literally just like, well, like people are really into like God and church, so like we'll like really push the limits on this. And then they got to Clinton, and they were like, well, the public doesn't think that this guy that got impeached should even be impeached, and like who fucking cares if he's fucking the secretary? Like let's let's tighten up on this. Let's just it, it's interesting. It's really. It's uh, it's something. It's this. These are the thoughts that keep me up at night. Honestly, really, it's stuff like this. Yeah, you guys think I'm staying up at night thinking about actual problems? It's really just just shit like this. Just thinking about if movies got less uh, risque because Bill Clinton was really horny. Well, you're gonna think you might think this is funny. You might not think this is funny, but. When Batman got a PG-13 rating, I was genuinely annoyed. I was like, I was promised an R rating. And I I always get worried that nowadays with PG-13 that um, I feel like a company, a movie, like whether it's Paramount or fucking Warner Brothers, they're going to pull punches. Because PG-13 in 2022 is a really weird place to be. 
it's it's like it's like you can't get you can have sex scene, but you can't really have a sex scene. You can have funny dialogue, but it can't be terribly vulgar. You know, so so your like a lot of your lines have to make sure they hit hit a, a certain note. The the you know the characters have to dress a certain way. The violence can't be too crazy. Really can't be crazy at all. Like that's what they're really worried about with PG thirteen and R rated is violence. Um, I I just really like it when it's an R rated movie. I just know I'm gonna get a director's like full on like this is what I really wanted uh, presentation. So yeah. I get worried when a movie goes PG thirteen. I I have no strong opinions either way. I don't go see enough movies. Yeah. Well, I mean, Marvel makes PG thirteen work really well though. But that's so like we're, their whole we're, brand. we're officially too. I don't go see enough movies after opening up with Oscar talk. Strong though, you know, like nobody. Uh, I mean, I was watching uh, Pat McAfee today. Oh yeah. Uh, Kirk Herb Street, and and they were talking about how they didn't know any of the fucking movies. <laughs> Join the club. That's why nobody watches the Oscars anymore. To be fair, Pat's a dumbass, and Kirk's too busy watching film. Yeah. Well, I mean, particularly now that he's going double duty. Is he gonna stay on? College Game Day. Oh yeah, he is. Good for him. That's why he's good doing for... Thursdays. He's he's great, dude. He's so he good. So I'm good. looking. I'm really looking forward to him and Al Michaels working together. Oh yeah. And I'm relieved too because I thought Michaels was gonna be done. So I'm really happy Michaels is still be doing football. And hopefully, to be honest with you, I, don't, I think he would have been done if he di- didn't get the Thursday gig. I think the Thursday gig is like a really good spot for announcers to be in. Not so much players, but announcers. Because it's like, you know, you still get your weekends with your family. But you go, you well, travel, you do your one day, and then you're back. Hear me out here, too. I really hope that because it's a new company – they're going to kind of beef up Thursday Night Football. Just a little. You know, like, it's so not going to be... The problem is, it, you're you're still always going to get Jags-Titans on Thursday night because every team needs to play once on Thursday to keep it competitively fair. Without Urban Meyer, are the, is Jags-Titans going to be that bad, though? I mean... Look, let's see what the Jags do in the draft, but they they overpaid really mediocre players, so they... They certainly are going to stay bad. In my opinion, the Jags are going to stay bad for another five years at least. Mm, um, I think five is a little, a little bit of an exaggeration, but um, well, when you spend to when you spend most of your cap room on a rookie contract with a for your quarterback, and you spend on players you know going into it aren't going to live up to it, it's not a recipe for success. So now at this point, you're waiting. Trevor Lawrence, pretty much done in Jacksonville at this point. Because um, they're not going to be able to build a team around him. Again, Trevor Lawrence to, to Baltimore? Trevor Lawrence, is that what you're saying? Buddy, buddy, buddy. We have a quarterback. He's going to sign. It's going to be fine. Is he going to sign? Yeah, it's going to sign. Okay. Plus, I mean, even if he doesn't, we can franchise him two years in a row. That's fine. Well, then that's when Trevor Lawrence comes into play. Um. Uh well, I think that I think actually, they'll probably trade Trevor before the five years because I think someone will give up assets for him. 
Um, yeah, and I think works. Trevor could be a good player. I just don't think it's going to happen in Jacksonville. It's going to happen in Jacksonville. Arizona just scored. Uh, we're going to do... See, now, now I'm behind. Oh, Arizona just scored. There you go. So we're like right around the same place. If we're going to do Jacksonville, do you actually think, because for those that don't know, Urban Meyer supposedly watching Bigger the game, buttholes. game film. Well, not just not just that. He's a fucking idiot. Uh, oh, that he, he didn't know Aaron Donald? Claim, like, it's claimed that he didn't know who Aaron Donald. Do you think he was trying to be funny? I don't believe funny? that one, though. Yeah, I don't. I don't believe that. Right, one. He was like, he was like, who's this nine? Let's say that it was a hundred percent word for word. He's like, who's this ninety nine? I hear we have to worry about this ninety nine guy, or who's this ninety nine guy? Do you think he was being funny? And and people were just like, oh, this guy's a fucking idiot. He doesn't know who Aaron Donald is. Because so I don't think, I think Urban Myers told a joke in his life. But I also think at this point, people were just trying to make, say things about Urban Meyer. Had to like, there's no way. I heard that story and I was like, I get that. He's a bad guy. He was even he was insulting. Um, he was even insulting uh, wide receivers or whatever because they couldn't pick right. up route route combinations. Yep, on on their like first day of practice. Right. He's like, we gotta slow it down. down. Yeah. He's like, we gotta slow it down from because they're southern or whatever, right? Oh yeah, it had Which very was, racial connotations. It too. was well, yeah, because it was who it was it Brown. It was Brown that he was talking about. John right? Brown, yeah. Oh, yeah. And so he was – so obviously it was – he's like, yeah, they're Southern, but he's clearly – he's obviously saying because he's black. Multiple times like thousand-yard receiver in the league. Right. He's obviously saying that because he's black. And he's like, ah, oh, like we got to like slow it down on him because he's, these Southern boys can't keep up. And oh, it's like, uh, fun fact, by the way. John Brown was Joe Flacco's last thousand-yard receiver. No, John Brown is a problem. Like anybody that watches football knows John Brown is a very good player. Loves he's a – He's a good football player. There are certain oh, yeah. guys like you don't build your offense around John Brown, but no, great number two though. Very good football player. And the NFL is full of very good football players that you don't build your team around, but they're got to be out there. They're they're big time. They're big time playmakers, and you you can have great games with these guys uh, being your number one. And so for him to say that about a guy like John Brown is like. Like, quit! What the fuck? And then the report about him not knowing who Aaron Donald is—it's like at some point, some of this has to be fake. Like, not every thing they say about him is gonna be real. I get shitting on him because, like, he's fucking stupid, and he's yeah. a failure, and he's a coward too. Like, so he's, I, he's a whole bunch of things. I believe pretty much everything that makes him sound like an absolute dirtbag because he's always been an absolute dirtbag. But at the same time, like, he was a good coach in college so it's not like he for instance wouldn't watch film um and for him to just not know the major players in the nfl that Doesn't i'm make pretty sure sense, he right? might have coached against while he was in college by the way because pittsburgh um, yeah he probably he probably died coach against them. i mean it'd be tough because it's an acc big 10 matchup but he had to know it's not unheard of because he's a freaking four-hour drive away. So I don't believe yeah. he didn't know Aaron Donald. No, no I, he, I, 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 I can't believe it either. You want to tell me he didn't know like who someone's quarterback was? I'll absolutely go for that. Like if if he was watching film on Ryan Fitzpatrick and he didn't know, I'd be like, yeah, no, I wouldn't expect him to. 
I well, there's that clip. You might not know this, but there was a clip um, a few years ago when the, the Patriots were playing San. Uh, might have been no, they might have been L.A. at the time. They were playing the Chargers. Yeah. And Stephen A. is like, yeah, I think New England's going to have a really hard time covering uh, Hunter Henry. And he's talking. Hunter Henry's been Bruski. out all year. Yeah, yeah, yeah. He's talking to Teddy yeah. Bruschi, and 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 Bruschi is visibly confused. He's like, is Henry coming? Is Henry coming? Like, but because Bruschi's like, I, I, I thought Henry was out, and Bruschi's credit, he doesn't put him on blast at that moment. But but Hunter Henry was like out. That. He was on IR, right? Like right. I was. Back. I would have expected something more like that, where they were like, yeah, like he was talking about. Um, Fucking knows. Like maybe he's talking about like let's say Ryan Fitzpatrick. Maybe he's like, yeah, like we have to prepare for Ryan Fitzpatrick to pay the Dolphins, and like Fitzpatrick isn't even on the team anymore. And they're like, it's Tua, dude. Like Tua's Dolphins quarterback. Like I would have expected something no, more like he would that. Know Tua, because Tua beat him in the playoffs, didn't he? Uh, college football playoff. Yeah. Did he was he coaching when Tua was in the league? Yeah. Wow. Maybe Tua's been around for for a hot sec. Um. Although that, Maybe, I, I, don't I don't think no, that would have been Jalen because Tua didn't come in until halftime. But who, who's to say? I couldn't. Tell Moral you. of the story is don't fire co- or don't hire coaches who get fired for covering up domestic violence. You know? Yeah, I mean, don't maybe don't hire coaches that are, that signed off on Aaron Hernandez too. True. And then maybe, then convince maybe, one of the greatest greatest of all time to to draft them too. Maybe if when you ask your your coach who's looking to hire a known racist being his first positional coach hire, not a great look, not a great sign. Who was his known racist? Uh what's his name? The guy out of Iowa. I don't remember this. There what were literal complaints. Like the guy got fired from Iowa for complaints about racist treatment of his players. Really? Yeah. And then, like, as soon as he gets fired, he gets picked up by Urban Meyer. Dude, I can't get over these. So it's twenty. We're in twenty twenty two. I can't get over some of these coaches and players, and I mean fans that. You get to 2022, and you're still genuinely racist. You're like yeah. you still like it's like the game. Every game is so integrated, and so much of your success. If you genuinely care about your team, so much of your success as a team, and just about every sport except maybe hockey. But I mean, hockey is is tons of nationalities. Every every team. So that's has a so big much problem in real- hockey that we're not going to get into today, but. I mean, we can we can conquer it some other time if we have more more lead up. But my point is that your so much of your success and joy, if you really care about your team, comes from everybody coming together and contributing. So for you to be like racist, is just, I, I can't get it. I I can't I can't understand it. How you can be a sports fan and also be racist? Yeah, I don't know how you can be a, a racist like coach and have seventy five percent black players. Unless you're just like super into the power dynamic that it gives you, yeah. But that I don't feel like a power, a severe power dynamic works nowadays. No, I mean no, particularly in a, the NFL. 
Pat McAfee gives the, the best take here because he's like, a lot of NFL teams have players that have been in the league longer than coaches, and they're just not going to give a shit about your little power plays. No, I mean, no. But that works, though, for just about everywhere. Like, most people who have any confidence in themselves at all, which just about every professional athlete that's any good has confidence in themselves, isn't going to fucking care about your position. But you're going to go, can this guy teach me something? And that works very well in college, though, and that's where Urban was hiring from. That's true. That's true. He's an absolute idiot. Well, 18-year-olds are dumb. They are, and when you control their entire future. Yeah. No, you're you're right. You're right. Is that that's the worst hire of all time, right? That beats yeah. that beats yep. all of them, right? Yep. Two wins, fired before the end of his first year. Uh, his team hated him. It's like there have been bad hires, and like you can have a bad coach that's perfectly harmless, just not good at his job. And his players will like him, but they're just going to be like, yeah, like he just wasn't a good enough coach. To be bad at your job and be universally hated, it's never going to be topped. Short of hiring Charles Manson. The killer? The, the serial killer, yes. Did someone hire him? No, but I'm thinking of like oh. who could be, who could you hire to be oh, the next coach well, of the mean, Jacksonville Jaguars? Like Doug Marone's racist. gonna be fine. I don't think Doug Marone's gonna be good, but yeah, I don't think Doug Marone's gonna be hated. Man- Manson is almost as racist as Urban Meyer. So I mean, he does have a swastika on his head? Yeah, I mean that's he's he's not a good guy. I but. Urban Meyer, worse. Like, lost me money betting. I never lost any money on Charles Manson. That's fair. And he technically didn't kill anyone. He just made other people do it. Technically, and I can't hold that against him if I still like Ray Lewis. So, Yeah, the Manson case is an odd one. The, the Manson case. Be, we are anti Charles Manson. Don't, please don't get this twisted. We are. Yeah, no. Here. Look, we're we're literally talking about just shitty people. You can't blame us if one person sounds better than the other. It was like none of them are good. We don't it's actually not our... think Charles Manson is a better person than Urban Meyer. We're just trying to say Urban Meyer is a real shitbag. All right. Yeah. Let's, <laughs> let's add clarifying statements before we you get. Get... <laughs> You're still looking for a job. I do not. And is a good person, and I know that he is Disavow. a terrible. He's in fact, in fact, he's a terrible person. I'll agree. Not actually better than Urban Meyer. However, this is is interesting <laughs> because uh, he got fucking he got released a bunch of times before before that murder. A lot of people that don't really know what the hell is going on with Charles Manson, even to this day. I don't. I don't mean that. That's that might be too too intense for the for the pod, uh, per se. But I could get drunk one night and definitely go off about Charles Manson. We'll save that one for post game beers. Do you know what's funny about what's well, not funny? That's a bad word to use. There's something ironic about uh, Charles Manson and me, though. 
I'm not sure I want to, but okay, hit me. No, it's it's. I mean, it's it's not that bad. But the, I mean, it's bad for who it affected. But so the Sharon Tate murder mm-hmm. on my birthday, but in 1969. Oh, huh. yeah, that's what I said. I was like, well, that's interesting. And then is Once Upon a Time in Hollywood still your favorite movie? Um, Once Upon a, Hi- Once Upon a Time in Hollywood is a big time enjoy watching for sure. Not my favorite though. It's a it's not my favorite Quentin Tarantino. Django Unchained is definitely my favorite Quentin, Quentin Tarantino. I love Django Unchained. I I can watch Django okay. Unchained every day. Well, um, I agree. Inglorious. I might go inglorious. Also... I'll probably go inglorious over Django, but I, you know, I like them both significantly much more than uh. I mean, the thing about Inglorious Bastards, any movie that that just brutally murders Nazis, I'm gonna be all in on. I'm gonna say we're gonna need to pick a different topic because I'm pretty sure we've done this on this pod multiple times. Uh, maybe, but. Was like three years ago. There's no way anyone actually remembers because I don't remember. That's that's fair, but I know in 2019 when that movie came out, we 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 had this conversation. Yeah, I mean, but also great movie, like just like really chill. If you're looking to uh, get a six pack and watch a movie, Once Upon a Time in Hollywood is a great film for that. Uh, are you currently getting the NBC highlights from Washington? Washington, Carolina, yeah. You just see that Tom Wilson hit on Troche? I don't think so. Oh, I buddy. just watched Oshie's goal get called back. Oh, god damn it. I saw it now. Yep. That's clean, though. That's good hit. Yeah. Like, that's just I mean, look, this is, this is a Tom Wilson's unhinged game. Love seeing the Canes get smoked, though. We, if Washington yeah. can do poorly, that does good. Well, I mean, that might be a playoff matchup coming up here. Uh, looking you like know, it looks like. Well, isn't Washington going to play Florida though? If things stay that they stay the way they are, uh, Florida has probably got a harder schedule because it's going to be more division games now, and I tend to think the Atlantic's better than the Metro, but who knows? Yeah, it's far better. It's ridiculously better. I wouldn't say it's ridiculous, but. Well, you know what is ridiculous is how much better the East is than the West this year. Yep. It's a so problem that the Preds are looking for a You all know your town's going to be great for probably, you know, like a couple weeks at least. Yeah, we'll, we'll be buzzing. Probably losing I don't see why you we'll guys – I think right now you're you're scheduled to play the the Wild. I, I think you guys beat the Wild. We They're going to be good. The Wild, wild are going to be good, in. but – no, but it's going to be a great series, though. It should be seven games. Yeah, so that's, that's at gonna... least three games in Nashville. Nashville's going to be buzzing. Absolutely, bud. Going to be buzzing, dude. The Bruins are at, I mean, best case scenario, the Bruins are looking at playing the Leafs. Hosting case the scenario. Leafs right now. Really, depending on who plays, uh, they play tomorrow night. No matter who, the Bruins possibly, I mean, they have the hardest road for sure. Anyone in that bracket has the hardest road to the play, to the uh, to the cup. Because yeah. best case best case scenario, you know, they're the two seed. They might still have to play the Lightning. 
Yeah. And then no. they go from the lightning to they go the from lighting, the lightning to the, the Panthers. Lightning are real cold right now, though. Yeah, and, but and I really, I'm very selfishly. I want, first of all, I want Toronto because I think that's more fun to crush their spirits again. But I also really want Panthers Lightning. I want, that's an absolute slugfest. I want Toronto, but all you know is that if if it takes. Toronto in the first round, that would be great because then we can beat Toronto because Toronto doesn't have a clutch bone in their body. But if you're yeah, and they don't have a goaltender on, on the roster right now. Correct. If you're if, but if you're banking on on getting to Toronto, like you're gonna have to win a game to or win a series to get to Toronto, we're not gonna do it because Toronto doesn't win. Toronto is Toronto just fails at everything. Oh, obviously they're not making it out of the first round, but. You know, that's the bit though. Whoever, I think, no matter what, whoever we beat in the first round, we're going to Florida. But Toronto is the is the best part of being an NHL fan, though. From Boston, anyway, is that you know that it doesn't even matter what the Bruins do during the regular. Like the Bruins can miss the playoffs, and then you just know you're going to get the joy of Of watching the Leafs lose. Toronto is a is a one seed. And they'll lose that first round. Like yep. they, they can't they can't help themselves. It's it's beautiful. Honestly, before Tampa Bay decided to win back to back, you know, you could throw them in there. Um, really wish they didn't do well. Because it really was like, all right, Boston's gonna make a run or the East is gonna be represented by someone in the Metro. There was just no chance that anyone else did anything. Are we in on New York this year, the Rangers? Do we think that no. they're going to be good? or I don't think so either. What are you doing over there? You, you're trying to eat some them. goddamn fruit snacks. Dude, you got to be – I can hear all of that. you got to be better. Man, I'm sorry. Blame Welch's for being so goddamn delicious. Welch's gummies? Oh, yeah. I haven't had some Welch's gummies in a while. Buddy, come on down. I'll give you, I'll feed you some Welch's. That's not why I'd go to Nashville. I think I think you would be the top reason I'd be there. No, I think so. Uh, well, I mean, just the, despite what many might think, I actually do genuinely enjoy my time with you uh, as, as a friend. You know. All right. Well, let's sure. let's call it let's call it now while I'm still feeling a warm and fuzzy. Oh, are you done? You're done just like that? Yeah, I don't have anything else. And we're also like we're 80 minutes in. Oh, are we? Let me check. Yeah, I've been watching it. Oh wow, this is gonna be a good one. The kids are gonna love this. Yeah. yeah. I'm gonna have to let uh, I'm gonna have to let Sober Joe know that uh, we've got some pods out. He's gonna be. He's going to be absolutely thrilled. I would love to, if we can get them on the line next episode and just hear about the, the exports of Silver Joe and Horny Mike. Because apparently they're quite the tag team now. Well, I've thought about So I've thought about that because I think, because I do my, my, you, my phone calls. If I have the chance, I do it with my headphones. Yeah. So I'm thinking, I'm like, I could probably get. Mike or Joe on here as long as I give them a headphone and we'll probably be good to go. 
Honestly, unless like, unless it think, catches the audio of my other headphone, but I, I don't need even to think they experiment. need to be here. Like, I think you can just send the link and we can get at least one of them on. Well, I just don't trust the internet. You know, that's that's my big thing. I, I have I have big tech corporation uh, trust issues. Well, you're already trusting the internet. You're just sending out an extra link. I trust the internet with you and me because I know my internet's good and I know your internet is good. I don't know about their internet. Mike works from home, so his internet should be fine. He better be good. Well, he works from home unless he's in Alabama. Fair. But if he can get good enough internet in Alabama to do work, he can get good internet anywhere. Does he even use the internet in Alabama or does he just use data, though? They're the same thing. True. You know, you're not wrong. I mean, I, I turned off my Wi-Fi to record this podcast. I figured data oh, did be more reliable. Yeah. I mean, it went great. I only lost you like twice. And one of them, that was a phone call. No, so I only lost you once then. There you go. Good call. Dude, I just saw the uh, Edmonton. So I'm watching Edmonton now uh, against the Same. Coyotes. And they showed the Stanley Cup trophies, or like the, I guess they'd be the replica. The, the miniatures, yeah. Yeah, and it's like, is there anything, to a millennial anyway, I guess for me, so pointless to show me that. Like, I don't give a fuck about Edmonton's trophies that they won 30 years ago. Uh, you, it's should. Like the... you should, because that was the best hockey team of all time. The Gretzky-led Oilers, oh. in my opinion. All right, well, like, I was Messier, gonna... was, Messier was on that team, too. I was going to use the analogy of uh, of the Yankees, though, of the 90s. It would be um, more like saying you don't give a shit about the Jordan-led Chicago Bulls. Oh, well, I do give a shit about that, because I watched that series, and that was incredible. Did you watch Those... the... Uh, you Did you watch that during the, the pandemic? No, I didn't give a single fuck. Uh, well, you just did that thing you just told me about. Yeah, but, like... I don't care about basketball. If I did, I'd be all over it. If you give me the equivalent series for Gretzky and the Oilers, which you actually do have, now that I'm thinking about it, because they have an entire 30 for 30 that's phenomenal about his trade from Edmonton to L.A. Really? Oh, yeah. Oh, no, wait. I think I remember this. I think I remember that. One of the best ESPN productions, though, was the uh, the the little short they did on A-Rod to Boston trade that never happened. Oh, yeah, yeah, that was a good one. Because I sent that to you. Because uh, I remember we were talking about that, that, and you didn't know it existed, so I sent it to you. And it was very strong. It was a strong right. special. We can, we can power rank ESPN documentaries next week, okay? Oh, you're tired. Yeah, I am I'm, tired. I'm always down. I'm down to go three hours every week. So uh, I'll take I'll take 88 minutes. I'm gonna get you up there though. Pretty soon no, we're gonna I'm, be doing like. I'm fine to be doing three hours, but like, I don't know, man. I don't have it in me right now. I'm I'm drained, physically, That's emotionally fun. drained. You know what? You know what? Everybody will be fine. I'm an anxious wreck until I get my fucking appraisal. Oh, that's right. You gotta, you gotta wait for the. Are you saying you might have been ripped off ten thousand dollars? 
if we were ripped off the top. No, so I didn't get ripped off. But so for the folks at home, I'm trying to buy a condo right now. Um, I have a, I'm under contract, but my appraisal contingency deadline is tomorrow. My lender hasn't heard back from the appraisal company they have. So I don't know if they're going to process the full amount of the loan or if the, they deem that the house wasn't worth it. So if it, if I don't get it tomorrow morning, I can't negotiate the price of the house. And if the appraisal comes in low, I either have to make up the difference in cash or back out of the deal and lose my earnest money. Part of my offer, though, was I put on high earnest money to show that I wasn't going to back out unless I hit this appraisal contingency. Um, so I, if we don't get it and the appraisal comes in low, I am out thousands of dollars one way or another. Yikes. At which point I would Yikes. have to take up litigation against either the appraisal company or my lender. But that seems like a whole different mess. Oh my God. And then you got to spend money on a lawyer for litigation, right? Exactly. Ew. And I guess I don't want to do that. I just want to get the appraisal, have it be what we thought it was going to be the entire time. And I can just, you know, move in. Because this is the last obstacle. And I paid a well, rush well, fee we... to get the appraisal on Friday. And they said, all right, you'll have it first thing Monday. I'm like, that's not what we agreed on, but I guess, okay. And now here we are Monday night recording the day before my deadline. And I'm going to have to do all the negotiating tomorrow based on the results of the appraisal. Well, what we really need to do here is uh, find a way for me to get married quickly so I can just get down south with you and we can uh, just live together, you know, our, our lives. I've got a room. Yes, yes, yes. I know. I'm well aware. My wife and I are both aware. But, you know, marriage marriage is hard. Kids, kids, kids. Getting married is harder than marriage. That's my experience so far. To be fair, do you have experience with both of those? I don't have experience kind of being married. I, I, I can't see how my life is going to change that much when I'm, when I'm officially tied up because I've done I've just I've I, I went in on on what I have now as though I was just gonna be that you know I was like I, I went in on it and I was like I am gonna be with this woman so I just never look at anything as an alternative so I figure with that mindset it shouldn't be too hard that's fair I think you'll be okay yeah, no, I trust me. But, you know, yeah, it's fucking... who knows? We could get bombed by Russia tomorrow. Hopefully not. Or hopefully. I don't know at this point. Yeah, you know, I mean, I have to see one more Will Smith meme. Putin, I'm sending you a bill. All right, well, I'm going to go whittle my twig. You have a good night, bud. Yeah, I'm going to watch the Coyotes lose to the Oilers. Uh, it should be fun. Okay. Well, this has been pregame beer. We might have a different title next week. Who knows? Uh, we won't have a your... different title because it's it's a one of one of us doesn't want to do it. 
I mean, you know, I want to see if we get any listener suggestions. All right. Well, what's your Twitter handle? If someone really wants Just to change pre-game the game, beer, I still have access first... to the pregame beer Twitter. No, I I know, but but if whoever does it, I almost want to do it as a as a gag. So no, we, whoever we can't, we can't, we can't. No, 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 no. Whoever DMs first, as long as we can say it without getting kicked off of Apple. If you DM first, you actually want to change the name. Then uh, we'll open with the name next week. Okay, that's okay. all you gotta do. It's like we won't change the name officially on Apple because I don't even know how to fucking do that. At this point, we might be pregame beer till we die. But if you if you are so insistent that you think that you've got a really good name or you just want to be funny, if you DM the pod, game beer on Twitter. We will open with that name. You're not going to get a shout out, though. You're not like this isn't about you. This is all us. Like fuck you. We but we Honestly, will open with that name. Ten percent chance that we just do an entire segment about how much we hate you for doing it. So be ready for it's that. It's likely. So if you want to be demeaned, then do it. The what I really it. think is going to happen though is that none, no, no one, one does anything. Us. Yeah. No one is going to DM us, and we get to open up with a completely normal podcast tomorrow. I mean, that which, seems likely. It, it, which, which, I don't think our twelve way, listeners are wildly overly motivated. I have nothing to do for like the next five days, so that recording might come sooner rather than later. So you guys got to be on the fucking ball. Get on your you shit, guys. It. You have to do it. If you're going to do it, you better do it. Don't be like, you know, if you don't want to, like, you better fucking do it. Right, so don't well, be a coward. Don't be a coward. That's all I'm going to say. That'll do it. Bye, guys.